Common Sensors Podcast Consumers. Welcome to episode 40 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, of course, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Uh, I have a, I would like to say I have an action-packed episode for you this week. I, I don't. It's going to be a little bit shorter. I'm just, I'm a little bit like extra exhausted here, and we'll get into a little bit of that stuff as well, um, and, and we'll talk a little bit about last week and, and the issues we we're running into, and, and also Here's a warning if you didn't catch the top of the video feed and the introduction there. Going to be some ranting this week, uh, without a doubt. And I'm sure many of you, unless you've been living under a rock, know at least where some of that ranting is going to come from. Uh, so all that being said, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, for episodes, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's our official Facebook page. Um, like our page, check back for, for all kinds of updates, new content, uh, stuff gets posted directly through there or links at the very least are, are, are posted through Facebook. So you can access all of our content through our official go tell to the wall, Facebook page. Uh, of course, YouTube head over to YouTube, search, go tell to the wall. You're going to find our channel right there. You're going to see our logo pretty easy to find as long as you're searching, go tell to the wall. Um, and that's the beautiful thing about go tell to the wall. You, if you Google go tell to the wall, it's the reason got in early on this years ago, you're going to pretty much run into, uh, uh, go tell to the wall content. You know, you, you might have a little go tell, go tell it on the mountain. <laughs> That's where it comes from. Uh, but for the most part, you're going to find it easily. So on YouTube, search go tell us wall, subscribe. Uh, you're going to find all of our playlists there. Not all the videos get posted directly to Facebook. Uh, so all of the beer reviews, the parenting playlists, the mental health Monday playlists, and obviously the, the, the previous live feeds, now the video feeds, and soon to once again be the live feeds get posted to YouTube after the fact. So uh, if you like to consume from a video standpoint, that is going to be your best place to do it is YouTube. Uh, subscribe to our channel. And of course, my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalShawn. That's right, at SoCalShawn, S-O-C-A-L-S-E-A-N. Uh, follow me on there and, uh, and get, you know, photo content, some of it regarding Go Tell to the Wall, some of it regarding just my own personal life, uh, but definitely we don't have an official Go Tell to the Wall Instagram, so follow us on there, and if you can find me on Twitter, find me on Twitter, I, I hate Twitter, God, do I hate Twitter, <laughs> like I, I do go through there, look, it, Twitter to me is a news site, I don't want to interact with people on Twitter, I just don't, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about like great examples of why I don't want to interact with people on Twitter, especially men, for the love of God, uh, and of course, SeanWorkLive.com. That is the website, your one-stop shop for everything that is. Go tell us the wall, Common Sense Sundays, and Sean O'Rourke Live. Uh, like I said, we've been doing some updates there, so you're going to see some new content and everything going up there. Uh, and you're also going to find links to uh, our YouTube channel, our, our Facebook page, our, I don't know if Instagram's up there, all those things directly through the site. So just remember SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Pretty easy to remember. It's my name with live at the end. And it's only because there's a ton of Sean O'Rourke's in the world. Couldn't get SeanO'RourkeLive.com uh, and Sean O Live basically looks like Sean Olive. So we have SeanWorkLive.com. I, I don't think I've ever actually said, why, you know, obvious. it's pretty obvious why, but we ha there's so many Sean Works in the world that I, it's very rare uh, that I can get, like, my own my own thing. It's usually got to have a middle name or something else because uh, it is a very common name, <laughs> very common name. Uh, so, again, SeanWorkLive.com. You're also going to find our Patreon campaign on there. Please help us out financially if you have the means to do so and you see fit to do so. Uh, every little bit helps. It'll help us not have those ridiculous audio issues because I won't be running around. <laughs> we'll get into a little bit of that. Uh, and as well as our merch site, 
Uh, click the link directly on SeanOroqueLive.com. I'm going to take you to our merch site. All kinds of uh, cool little merch things to get on there. Uh, so check that out as well. I'm actually looking at either improving our merch site or, or moving it um, just because it's a little complicated. Uh, so I, I, I'm, that may be moving at some point. We'll see, uh, you know, more information coming on that. Uh, and speaking of, of uh, YouTube... New playlist and, and new content uh, beyond the usual stuff just got added this week. Uh, so if you're a YouTube subscriber, you, you know, you're usually consuming the content on there and you haven't been on there the past week or even less than a week, then you're, you're, you're going to find new content up there, uh, a whole new playlist as well as some other new videos, so check that out. Uh, and like I said, we had audio issues last week, and I, this isn't even like a peek behind the curtain thing. Uh, but as you know, like I was struggling last week, got no sleep, kid was going nuts, and uh, with the daylight savings and everything else, and uh, what happened was, and if you're a, if you're a Microsoft user, you know they push a lot of updates, and we had a big update come through recently from Windows through Microsoft uh, that that updated a whole bunch. Of, it was one of these huge builds, you know, huge thing. And I was rushing to get in the studio last week because I was running behind and didn't really fully test everything the way I normally do. And what happened was uh, Windows, which is so funny because I'm I started my troubleshooting after. The episode last week and banging my head against the wall trying to fix the audio, which, you know, if you listened last week, it's it could be worse, could definitely be better. So banging my head against the wall trying to fix it. Then I'm troubleshooting through everything that I use for recording and editing and everything else. Nothing. It's like, what is what the hell's going on here? I even I even thought the mic like one of the drivers just went out on the mic. I was like, but that doesn't make sense. I wouldn't be clipping if the drivers. You know, apologies for people. Are like, what are you talking about? So what happened was with, with this window update, Windows update. It automatically updated some stuff on my microphone and through my my uh, my in, the inputs on my microphone, and it made it just clip like crazy. So essentially, I just I, it took after like two hours of troubleshooting, trying to deal with the audio, uh, trying to fix the problem myself. I go through and find out it's just a simple freaking thing that Windows decided to update. Um, and honestly, I should if I'd had more time last week, I would have been able to. Uh, to fix it and troubleshoot it, but when you when you get a four year old running around with daylight, all this other stuff, I'm just losing it, and it was nuts. And uh, and and sure enough, that's that's what you end up with was was poor audio quality. Uh, and I mentioned at the top of the video feed, probably looking at a shorter episode this week. Now that I'm looking at the time, it's not going to be a shorter episode, but um, just to fill it, and we're going to talk a little bit more about it in mental health. I am very 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 much in need of a mental health day. And in fact, if we hadn't had audio issues last week. There wouldn't have been an episode today. We would have been just taking a week off, which uh, honestly I think we're due for one. You know, um, like we took I took Super Bowl Sunday off, uh, but then ended up with a horrible toothache and everything, and like didn't get to actually take a day. You know, uh, so we're we're doing Mental Health Day here. We'll keep everyone updated on that, um, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about it in mental health. Uh, but before we get there, let's get into some digital trends. And this is where the ranting likely <clears throat> will start, maybe not finish, but it's going to at least start here. <clears throat> so, uh, if you've been, I know most of the the listener base for Go Tells the Wall is not necessarily sports fans. We do have sports fans, but uh, for the most part, I think if you broke down the demographic, it's, it's uh, not a very large percentage of our listeners. But I always like to bring these things up when they relate to important things, socially important, you know, whatever it might be. And here we have a great example of that. And the reason I put it in Digital Trends is because that's where this popped up. So just to give a little bit of background for you, uh, the NCAA tournament is happening right now. That's college basketball. And I have another mention of it later in the, uh, once we get to some common sense, a, a further little mention of it. And so 
the NCAA tournament, this is colleges competing for the basketball championship, the college basketball championship. Uh, and people take these things very seriously. At the same time, if, if you know even a little bit about the tournament, you, these are like, it, it's, I don't want to say it's a crapshoot, but you have like these upsets, what they call them. So you, a team that wasn't supposed to win suddenly wins, and you're like, whoa. Uh, and even if you're not a sports fan, you've probably heard, you know, people post or like, oh, my bracket's busted because you fill out and you pick winners. And then if, so, you know, 64 teams that get down to one, it, you know, if, you're, if your team loses before it even gets to 32 teams and you have that team is one, then that's what you would call a bracket busted. Now, with that little bit of background, uh, so what happened was Ohio State the other day, their basketball team uh, was upset in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Very unexpected. Very, very unexpected. Uh, I actually randomly happened to catch the, the last few minutes of it because my kid was sleeping and I was doing some work and just flipped on the TV. So what happened, obviously everyone's very disappointed. Very, very, very disappointed. That's where it should end, is just be disappointed, be a little sad, you know, Especially if you're on the team, I could see that. Again, sports, but not even you know when you're a senior, whether it's sports, it's clubs, it's band, whatever it is, and and you know that that's the end of the line for what you're doing. It it's sad, you know, it's quite sad. So, um, we know that it's sad for these players. But what happened was, uh, there was a a player on Ohio State, and I believe he was the one who he might have missed a free throw or something. But you can't blame the whole game on him. What happened was he started getting death threats through social media. People sent him death threats through direct messages and through, like, tweeting at him and all this other stuff. Death threats. Wanted him to die over a basketball game. A college basketball game. Uh, I, I... This comes up now and then, and I always very much rail against it. I don't know what else to say except to just remind everyone it's a goddamn fucking game. It's a fucking game. Who cares? Nobody, nobody, Nobody's dying. Nobody's not safe. Who, uh, and on the other on the other hand, you're talking about a small school that, that 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 beat a very large school. Can't we just be happy for them? Even if you know nothing about collegiate sports, you know that some of these colleges have much better amenities for their athletes than the smaller colleges. Can't we just be happy for the small college? No, people take it so seriously, and this is why Twitter is such a fucking cesspool. Twitter is the is the worst, the absolute worst place for it. No question. Death threats. Over a fucking game. It's a game. I don't know what else I can say about this. But I will say, if you're one of those people that likes to go out there and hide behind a keyboard and send death threats and stuff, yeah, you need to rethink your life without question and go talk to somebody. Because there's there's more important things in life and there's better things you could be doing uh, than getting that upset about a game. A game. All right, finger on the app. This was a this was trending recently, like the past few days, and I hate that I'm <laughs> like that I'm even talking about this. But if you've seen this, this was a uh, an app that was put out by geez, I've had to say this name on the podcast before. It was an app put out by Mr. Beast. I'm not talking Beauty and the Beast. I'm talking to some kid named Mr. Beast, and uh, like good on this kid. I am not into these kind of you know video content creators and influencers and what. It, what what have you? This kid actually, it, it's the one I do respect about him that he he cracked the code, uh, so to say, because he he has found a way to get his stuff well into the uh, high up in the social media realm. And the reason this was trending is obviously because this was some kind of app where you had to 
hold your finger on your phone. And they had like millions of people playing. And last person with their finger on their phone gets, it was like $100,000 or something. Whatever. It's a bunch of money. You know, I'm like, well, whatever. I don't mean it like that. I'm just, you know, you always hear these things. Uh, and always keep in mind winnings, the winnings, no matter where you live, you're paying some on it. So that 100000 it's actually, it's about 40, it's winnings, not earnings. 45K you're getting out of that. But I digress. Uh, I looked through this because I was like, what is this? And I want to see, and the majority of people posting or tweeting or whatevering about it were complaints. Apparently, the app was super glitchy. And some people wanted to complain to Mr. Beast. Finger quotes, Mr. Beast. Nothing against the name. It's, just, it's like, what was that, that website I have to bring up now? Hype, like, I just, I, I feel so old when I, when I have to bring up names and things like that. We are not going short this week. Anyway, uh, it was nothing but complaints and people yelling at Mr. Beast saying, make an app that works and everything else. And I'm, this was twofold. I was like, okay, first of all, did you really think that you were going to be the one to have the last one standing have your finger on the app? Probably not. Secondly, uh, you know that things like such as auto dialers and all these, you know, and this is how like ticket, uh, secondary ticket markets, they buy up all the tickets. Guarantee there's at least a few people out there that built a program <laughs> where you didn't actually have to have your finger on there. So that's number two. Number three, um, this guy doesn't actually owe you anything. <laughs> That's the, like, what's, it's not like you did a bunch of work for Mr. Beast and he didn't pay you. No, he just put a contest out there and was like, you have a chance of winning $100,000 and everybody complained. Granted, yes, glitches and all these things. But you have nothing better to do than complain. Like, my bad that you spent the time with your finger on an app. Like, I wouldn't even have wasted time with it. Either that or I would have tried, like, my four-year-old wouldn't have done it. I'm like, here, hold, just hold your finger here for a while. I don't know. But that's that's what we do these days. We complain. Complain about people who are just giving money away. I'm like, yeah, let's just go complain. Ah, jeez. I got to talk about Trump. See, I told you. I just don't, I don't have the energy for this one this week. And we're not even at the worst stuff to talk about this week. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, Trump, uh, the Orange Menace, uh, the Trump social network. We just found out that th this just happened this morning or yesterday. Uh, a spokesperson for Donald Trump uh, came out. He was on Fox News, I believe, and said that uh, Trump is very close to launching his own social network. We are two to three months away from Trump launching a social network. First of all, I don't think this is ever going to happen because that guy does not like if it does happen, it's not actually going to be him involved. It's just going to be his name on it because that guy can't see anything through. We've seen that. Can't see anything through. Uh, and and secondly, I, for one, look forward to all the people uh, incriminating themselves on Mindspace. So look forward to Mindspace and uh, get out there and incriminate yourselves, assholes. All right, moving along. Hashtag life without men would be. That's right. Hashtag life without men would be. And I'll tell you, it'd probably be pretty fucking great. Uh, but the reason I bring this one up is I found this on trending on Twitter earlier. And I was like, oh, this is probably going to be funny. And sure enough, there was a few funny people. But you know what the majority of the tweets were about uh, this hashtag life without men would be? Was men complaining about being attacked. Like this not all men hashtag. Hashtag not all men. These freaking hashtags that are coming out where men are just so defensive. And here's the thing. I always have to wonder these these men, really people in general, but in this instance, these men that come out and they're so they're like, no, it's, I, no, I am not like that. 
why are you so quick to point out that you're not like that? You should ask yourself why you're so quick to point out you're not like that. Now, I'm not saying I'm the best person on the face of the earth, but I see a hashtag like that and I think it's funny. But we're learning more and more, and we're going to talk more about this in this episode, how big a baby's men can be. Why are you so offended? First of all, it's a joke and it's a hashtag. Second of all, let's just look at history. And in fact, I'm going to go back because it popped up the other day for uh, International Women's Day. And I, I don't like to post it on that day, but I had one year. I had an entire Go Tell to the Wall episode dedicated to women. And not just dedicated to women, but dedicated to the reason why we need feminism. The reason why feminism exists. And that was all spawned from somebody saying that they see no discrepancy when it comes to women and men in the world, in the, in the workplace, anywhere. So here's the thing, men. If you're not aware, pick up a book. Go to Google. As far as I'm concerned, what, even if it wasn't a joke, women have been kept down forever in this country and around the world. Kept down. That's, it, it, there's, there's clear evidence of it. You ever hear of the suffrage movement? Yeah, your parents might have been alive for that. We're not talking hundreds of years ago. We're talking fairly recently. So it's all the men that are out there complaining about this, like, oh, no, men, are, we're, you're beating up men. You're bashing men and all this other stuff. Three things. Shut up, sit down, and listen. That's what you should be doing right now. Not talking, not defending yourself, shutting up, sitting down, and listening. That's your job as a male right now. That's what you should be doing. No excuses, none of this other stuff. Listen. Listen. That's what you should be doing. All right, let's move on to some COVID updates. I told you. We're not even in the ranting stuff yet. Jesus Christ. Uh, COVID vaccines. This one was really interesting, and that's what I want to talk about this. Because I, I was kind of, I had been jealous for at a moment, and not like super jealous, but, you know, the COVID vaccines are being rolled out on a, on a state basis. Like, so the states are deciding how these are rolled out. And in California, um, I don't want to say, California hasn't necessarily, well, they, at, at the beginning they were fairly behind. Now that has to, be with the, has to do with the population of California. When you have five times as many people as, as like the majority of the other states, yes, it's going to take a little longer. It's just, it's math. See, Pi Day, big math. Remember, big Math. It's good they're pushing big math because then now we can all say, oh, it's math. Uh, but the interesting thing here, and I was kind of jealous because some other states had kind of opened it up. It was a little easier, uh, depending on your age group, uh, to get a vaccine. And I was jealous. But now we're finding out that th some of those states, uh, it was actually a, at a disadvantage because what happened was it caused some extra confusion and then caused shortages because so many people were eligible for the vaccines. So e there were even people in their 70s. I saw a couple instances where they went to the vaccine site to get their vaccine, and, they, and the people there said, oh, no, sorry, our stock is gone now. And that was because some people in other age groups had come. So I, I, I bring this up just because I found it interesting, and it immediately, immediately um, got me thinking about the, the story of the tortoise and the hare. I was like, wow, slow and steady. This is an instance where slow and steady does win the race. It's just one of those things. Um, so keep that in mind. If you're having trouble getting, depending what state you live in, if you're having trouble getting... Um, Getting your vaccine, it could be due to that. Uh, and I will tell you, everyone out there terrified of, of the vaccine and the side effects, uh, 
I, I'm going to go ahead and, and use this example. My, my wife's 98-year-old grandmother, she lives down there in Florida, uh, she got her vaccine just about a week ago. Her second vaccine, second vaccine. Huh, zero side effects, nothing. Now, I'm not saying that means you won't have side effects, uh, but it's amazing. Like, we talked to her two days after she got it, and we we're like, how you feeling? She's like, I'm fine. <laughs> Jesus, of course you like, of course you're fine. 98 years old. <laughs> just, just trucking along, man. Uh, so if, you, if you've got worries, just, you know, take care of yourself. It's worth getting that second vaccine, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for mine. And speaking about me getting that vaccine, I just found out here in California, uh, and I have to do a little bit more research on it, but just found out here in California, you know, because they've opened it up for certain, uh, you know, certain pre-existing conditions. Uh, and in fact, like obesity has, has now been opened up. And that's, that's the interesting thing with NBA players. I learned that the other day, uh, cause a lot of NBA players are getting their vaccines. Uh, and it's, and I, I'm probably the same for football players because they're so large and it, and I laugh like, cause it is kind of haha. They're athletes, but because they're so large, they actually, some of them fall into that, like the, uh, the obesity category technically with BMI and <laughs> That's the crazy thing, too. Like, I've actually been, like, 15 pounds away from being in that cat. Not right now. I've lost quite a bit of weight the past year. But I have been in my life. So, before you laugh, it's it's actually not as crazy as you think. Um, but they've opened up a lot of those. And just found out a couple days ago that they have opened it up, uh, at least somewhat, to people with depression and anxiety. Which, I heard that, and I said, whoa, wait a minute. Uh, so, my mental illness may pay off for the first time in my life. Keep you all updated on that. Um, I'm also, I, I also don't want to be skipping the line on, on uh, older people or people with, with pre-existing health conditions that, you know, heart conditions or any of those kind of things, uh, high blood pressure. Uh, in fact, my father-in-law has gotten his second shot, and my dad, my father, has also gotten his second shot. So uh, more and more vaccinations. But but I'll let you know if, if I end up getting vaccinated uh, and for the first time in my life a positive thing comes out of having a mental illness all right we got a state of emergency not like the excellent barstool preacher song but a state of emergency down there in miami miami declared a state of emergency this weekend uh because they have overcrowding at their beaches due to spring break it is spring break right now uh, i guess i'm like what what month is it is it even spring i think today is actually the first day of spring now they say that uh but it's spring break down there and everyone's got to flock to miami because i've never understood that I think we will flock to Miami and catch a bunch of STDs and throw up for a week. <laughs> no, I'm good, man. I, th- I think that's part of growing up in San Diego when, like, you can cross the border to TJ at 18 and you get it out of your system in, like, two months and you're like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> like, like I'd rather, rather just enjoy myself than be crowded and sweated on and all these other things. And, and if, you're, if you're female, hit on and, you know, crazy things like that. Uh, so now, because of the overcrowding, bunch of fights breaking out in the streets, and of course the possibility of spreading COVID, uh, they have instituted a state of emergency and 8 p.m. curfew. So, that's the world we live in. <laughs> and that that could have gone anywhere. Okay, we got in Florida updates, COVID updates, common sense. Oh lordy. Uh, but uh, but yeah, common sense there, Miami. And all of the college kids that are down there. All right. Uh, I want to get into a little bit of mental health. Um, but I also don't want to get into some mental health. 
So, uh, man, I'm not well equipped this week. Um, I'm, I'm quite literally currently pulling myself out of a hole. Uh, in fact, I could really use a mental health day, like I said at the top of the episode, but I had to make up for those ridiculous audio issues last week. Uh, I just, that couldn't be left hanging out there for more than a week. Um, but I'm definitely pulling, pulling myself out of a hole. Uh, everything is difficult right now. Um, and I'll be, I'll be honest with all of you. And I, I know I've said this before. I, oh, I stayed in bed till 10 a.m. today. Well, uh, yes, yes, yesterday and today was one of those, one of those real bad ones. Uh, I laid down on the couch at, at 10 p.m. Laid down there, had my had my head on my wife's lap, and I because I just didn't feel good. Uh, and then she woke me up at midnight, and I was like, I was asleep, not asleep, asleep, and like kind of dozing off. She woke me up at midnight, and I was just in a haze. And I said, okay. Went and got into bed. And I actually slept for a couple hours, but then I woke up around four and was I was up for a good two hours. Fell asleep for a little while, woke up again, and uh, it then it got real rough. Real rough. Uh, that's why I was a little late getting in the studio today, even. Uh, I had to uh, <laughs> I had to let the puffiness in my eyes go down a bit. Um, I think I've personally uh, more than hit a wall. Because everything is tough right now, and uh, it, it's, I've hit a point, and I've been here before, uh, but it's always a little different. I've hit a point where it's difficult to find joy in, in anything right now. Uh, now that being said, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky. Uh, I know there's plenty of people out there that they are struggling in far worse ways than I am. Uh, I still have a beautiful daughter, beautiful wife, supporting wife at home, um, still have my, 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 well, to an extent, I still have my physical health, uh, but for those of you that deal with a serious mental illness, you know that that can have a toll on your physical health as well, I mean, that's me laying in bed, I didn't get out of bed until, uh, after 11 o'clock today, I didn't eat breakfast until afternoon, and I've been in a bit of a haze all day, and I think it's just that wall that I've hit. And trying to find that joy. Now I know I'm going to be able to climb out of it eventually. And a lot of it is, is COVID, exhaustion, um, and everything else. But uh, but I'll be honest with you all fans. I'm having a rough time right now. And I'm not talking about this to get sympathy or anything. In fact, I was thinking about just skipping the mental health topic this week. Um, I'm still sitting on that, that, that unpacking of, of kind of OCD and obsessive compulsive disorder. And that, that's something that's going to be pretty predominant in an episode coming up but it just it wasn't uh it wasn't this week it wasn't this week to do it um and the other thing is that instead of just skipping mental health and not to get pity you know don't don't send me don't send me messages i appreciate like i do appreciate it but send messages checking on your other friends uh who who might not have as as much resources as i do or you do or you know keep give give them a ring uh, but I bring it up because ever since the beginning of Go Tell to the Wall, uh, which is coming up on five years now, the beginning of Go Tell to the Wall, one of the one of the main goals that I had for this this podcast and for the content created here, not, and not all of it, obviously, but one of the main goals was uh, mental health awareness and mental illness awareness and breaking that stigma and helping people get through their ignorance when it comes to to mental illness. So that's why I open, that's why I talk about that today. Not, not for pity, 
And like I said, I I don't want to call it a first world problem, but I, I have a lot. I still have a roof over my head. You know, I have many things to be grateful for, but when you when you suffer the way so many people do in the world, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Some of my worst uh, episodes when it comes to my obsessive anxiety disorder and obsessive compulsive disorder have, have been at times when I was, was, now finger quotes, doing the best, like doing really good in life. You know, great job, money, plenty of things like that. But that's not how it works when you have a mental illness. And if you're going through those things yourself, uh, feel free to reach out to me. I have resources for you. I will I will talk to you. Just give, you know, whatever it is. Reach out to me. Absolutely. And uh, and know that there's plenty of resources out there. If you, know, you don't, you don't want to reach out to me, re- reach out to someone else. And you can do it anonymous. It's not, none, nothing's going to get, nothing's going to get shared. But if you're just a listener and you just need a look, reach out to me through seanoworkalive.com uh, or through the Facebook. The only th- here's the thing is I, I will say, if you me- if you send a message to go tell us the wall through Facebook, uh, there is a few other people that could see that message. However, uh, through seanoworkalive.com, all of that goes directly to, directly to me first. Uh, so if, if you don't want anyone else, that, that would be the, that would be the place to send it. All right, let's get into a little bit of parenting. <clears throat> this, is a, this is the one thing that has actually been been a little joyous for me the past week or so. Uh, Saturday night in the O'Rourke house is movie night. Uh, so last night we watched a movie and uh, my daughter gets to pick. <laughs> so many Frozen 2 and, and Tangled. I like Tangled, but we've watched it a few, quite a few times. Uh, and we've been getting some new, you know, new to her movies in there. I talked about Hercules. You know, a few weeks ago. Well, finally last night, and I've asked her a bunch of times, and try, not li- and not like pushing it on her, but I've asked her a bunch of times. You know, how about Oliver and Company? Oliver and Company. That Oliver is my favorite uh, classic animated Disney movie. It's my favorite animated Disney movie. Would, would be Oliver and Company. Like I love, ta- I love Tangled. Um, and there's some other newer, but Oliver and Company, the music, the dialogue, the characters, absolute favorite. I loved it when I was a kid. It was funny because we were watching last night, and I was like, I had, I remember, I had all of the McDonald's toys from from Oliver and Company, because uh, it's been a while since I watched it, and sure enough, she loved it. Uh, and it's such, and the reason I bring that up is it, it's such a joy to share those things uh, when you can share, com- like things that you either grew up loving or you know learned to love or or have been entertained by. When you can share those with your kids, it's really a fun, fantastic, fantastic thing to do. Um, you know, I've I've shared music with uh with my daughter and in fact on St. Patty's Day uh, we had dropkick murphy's and my my 4-year-old it was actually her third live stream of dropkick murphy's it was her third one they've done since the pandemic hit uh she was very excited like starting in the morning she's like we're going to watch dropkick murphy's later right dropkick murphy's she is a big dropkick murphy's fan uh she got up from her nap she came out and we had some snacks and sat and watched uh watched dropkick murphy's and uh, it was it was fantastic. It really was. Uh, so that was a bright spot in, in what's been a bit of a rough couple of weeks for me. Um, and then, of course, sharing that with, with my daughter. And I will say, I have a feeling uh, that we will at least be trying out Irish step dancing. Because we watched Dropkick Murphy, and that is Irish punk music. She knows that real well. But I guess we haven't played a ton of more tra- like semi-traditional Irish music. And if you're, look- if you're into, like, or looking to find some new... Uh, you know, because there's old Irish music. You know, you have the Wolf Tones and the Chieftains and stuff. Old, like not. I mean, there's older than that, but that's that's kind of like what I heard as a kid. 
Um, more modern, there's a band called Gaelic. I mean, there's obviously Flogging Molly, The Pogues, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but there's a band called Gaelic Storm. I would highly recommend checking out. If you're interested in that kind of music, I might put some of that on on on, uh, on St. Patty's Day. And my, my daughter went nuts. She started dancing, running around everywhere. She absolutely loved it. Um, so it was really cool to see. And I, I turned to my wife. I was like, I think. And she really likes tap. We haven't done formal tap training Obviously, the one thing she's had, like, kind of formal is, is gymnastics, but it's because she was only three when the pandemic hit. Barely three at that. Um, and so we haven't been able to do those things. But she has a, an interest in tap, so I have a feeling that she's going to do at least try out some Irish step dancing. Uh, so that should be fun. I'm going to save this. Maybe. I don't know. We are. Uh, this was going to be short. I always say that's going to be short. I'm just exhausted. So we'll see how much more we can get through here. Uh... Irish step dance. I'm looking forward to that. I'm I'm ready for her to get into those things. And we've been just been like she's at the age now, but we've been handcuffed for the past year. Uh, you know, do do some things digitally. We've had like music class. She had a little tap class to try out and online. And it's like, yes, yeah, that's great. But you end up paying so much for like not that not a lot of lessons and stuff. Uh, I will say, um. So my daughter last night, and I'm sure part of this was because I wasn't feeling good. Uh, so I go to tuck her in. <clears throat> my wife sings her a lullaby every every night uh, before she goes to bed. and uh, Different ones. She has a few different ones. Uh, but last night, she was a little concerned about me. So as I go in to tuck her in, she's like, Who's, who sings you a lullaby? And I say, oh, mommy can sing me a lullaby. And she goes, no, no, no. I will sing you a lullaby. <clears throat> so she sat on my lap and hugged me and then sang me. A lullaby. She actually sang Silent Night, the Christmas song, but both verses, two verses of Silent Night I got for my lullaby. And I'll tell you, this <clears throat> I've spoken of this many times before, but the, the innocence of children. And you know, you don't you don't want them feeling your pain uh necessarily, but there is a certain comfort to just that innocence and, and them and your kids putting that forward. Um and I I'm always amazed at that. From any kid, but especially uh, my own kid. All right, I'm going to save this for parenting next week because I'm actually going to do a little more research on this. I'm going to talk about the Magic School Bus reboot because everyone's losing their mind about cartoons these days. Fucking cartoons. Jesus. All right, so since we're going to push that off, let's get into some common sense. We're going to talk about a sports figure again here and not in relation to the sport necessarily. Uh, beginning of this week, end of last week, we started getting news from a civil attorney in Houston who has brought civil cases against a an NFL quarterback named Deshaun Watson. Uh, at first it was one case, and he had said there's more coming. Then it was four cases, then it was six. And last I checked, it was up to 12 different women uh, have come out accusing Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans of sexual misconduct. And here's the thing. I get it. Innocent until proven guilty. And you see the differences, and I've talked about this because you have instances at times where there's video. And you immediately, you're like, yeah, innocent until proven guilty, but we see the guilt right there. And this is another instance of where I'm just sick on Twitter, looking at the reaction to this. Um, those defending it are insane. Now, do we need to bring the hammer down on Deshaun Watson right now? Maybe not, but to defend it? is absolutely insane. You're victim-shaming at that point. And here's the thing. I get it. And if you go on Twitter... And, we'll, and here's the thing. First, 
If you go on Twitter, these are the kinds of excuses. And these, this is why women get so upset. Because these are the kind of excuses that come out. And I'll tell you two of them that I found. I almost threw up. Almost threw up. And one of them was, was have you ever gotten a massage? Things get pretty wild in there getting a massage. And I was just like, and I can't engage on Twitter. But I wanted to respond to this guy and be like, Oh yeah, yeah. Whenever I'm getting a massage, I know my dick just flops out all the time, and you know, and I always, I always end up in a weird sexual situation getting a massage. Like Jesus Christ, no! What do you mean it always gets funky? You, you have problems. If you're going into massages and you're like, oh, it always gets a little like, no! Holy shit! Somebody actually said this. Dead serious, they were. Here's the other one, and this is the one that gets me every time, every time. Because it's not just in this instance. So somebody, somebody and as some guy was talking about how he gets laid all the time, but he's like, and I'm paraphrasing. Uh, well, Deshaun Watson has a bunch of money. He's a professional athlete. Do you think he has any trouble getting laid? Do you think he has any trouble having sex, finding people to have sex with? I, I don't know if he does or not. Not the fucking point. Not the fucking point. How many stars and, and famous people who even good looking, whatever else, do we find have been doing inappropriate things? It's not an ability to find someone to have sex with. It's a depravity. It, these are not, they, these don't go hand in hand. And because that's the other thing is really, you could look at like, to me, what makes, what would make more sense is that he can actually, you, he can go to Vegas and pay for sex. It's wealthy. But, but that's not how it works. And it's not how it's working in his head. And here's the thing. And I had this conversation. I was starting to have this conversation with, with my wife. And then other people have said, like, oh, he just wanted his groin massaged. Like, dude, I've had my groin massaged. Absolutely. In a training room. And even if it wasn't in a training room, that doesn't... You just want your groin... There's a difference between getting your groin massaged and inappropriate sexual advances, misconduct... Whatever it might be as the details come out. And here's the thing. And I was having this exact conversation with my wife the other day. And she, as I'm starting this conversation, she's kind of looking at me like, you about to defend this guy? And I was like, no, no, no. Because here's the thing with Deshaun Watson. He is a professional athlete. Not only is he a professional athlete, he is a quarterback in the National Football League. The National Football League is the most popular professional sports league in this country. Quarterback is the most popular position, well-known position on every NFL team. The most popular sport in this country. Not only that, but Deshaun Watson is one of the three or five highest, highest paid NFL players in this country. He has tons of money. And then on top of that, he doesn't actually have to pay for things like massages. He has a training staff. He needs, if he really needed his groin massaged, go to the training staff. Go to a sports masseuse. Here's the kicker on it for those of you not familiar with this story. What he actually did, and this, even if you say, okay, no, he wants to get massaged, there's a problem with this. Regardless of what happened within the massage, there's a problem with this. He was going on Instagram, private messaging female masseuses, and hiring them to come to his house, some of them from out of state. Really? Really? So regardless of what happened in those massages, that, that that's a red flag, as the kids like to say. So more of this is going to come out. Tablets. I forgot that. Mute my tablet. More of this is going to come out, but 
Maybe keep your mouth shut, Deshaun. You know, maybe come out and, and, and atone to some things that most likely happened. And I don't want to hear it from him. Because regardless, like I said, regardless of what happened in that room with of the massage, why are you messaging women on Instagram flying them in just for a massage? When you have a professional training staff at your disposal. Team facilities. And here's the thing. You know, there's a guy named LeBron James. He actually does spend some of his own money on his own care and physical health. He spends about a million dollars a year on his own physical health. Now, that seems like, oh, my God. He makes like 50, like, he makes like 30 million a year just playing basketball, let alone all the other stuff that he makes money off of. Like, no, it's worth it, dude. Like, like, so he's probably getting some massages. Do you think he's hiring masseuses on it? No, probably not. Probably not. Uh, check yourself, Deshaun Watson. And definitely check yourself, everyone defending that guy. Holy shit. <laughs> it doesn't matter how good you, how good looking you are or how much money you are. Uh, you're capable of sexual misconduct toward really anybody, but especially a female. We, we've learned that. Holy shit. We know that. <clears throat> Speaking of rich people. Uh, so we have the Jenner. I don't even know if it's... It's not Chris, but it's one of the, the younger kids. It's not... It's one of the Kardashians, but it's one of them that has the Jenner name, you know. Uh, apparently, her makeup artist was involved in a really terrible car accident. Has, like, in, like brain damage, like, or needs brain surgery, something else. And I, this, the point of that is not, not the details in how bad the accident was. Uh, so Jenner decided to, to help out her makeup artist, who apparently is also a very close friend of hers, help out her makeup artist uh, by starting a GoFundMe for her makeup artist to pay for the medical bills. Now, uh, this Jenner, I believe, is the same one that a few couple years ago was was named a self-made billionaire, despite the fact that she ain't self-made, not self-made. But I digress. She was a named a self-made billionaire. so you know she got a little bit of money. She starts this GoFundMe. She puts five thousand dollars in it. Five thousand dollars. Now I'm not someone to sit here and shame people and tell them how to spend their money, uh, but if this is such a good friend of yours. Uh, $5,000. And for those of you not familiar with the Kardashians or the Jenners, uh, she bought her her toddler, her toddler, a $15,000 handbag. Toddler. $15,000. Handbag. But you got $5,000 for your, your friend that needs medical help? $5,000. And here's the thing. Again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to t- tell people how to spend their money. Uh, but I, I had actually found this on Twitter. Somebody, somebody did like a quick, just quick, and I'm sure it wasn't like perfect math, but they were like, uh, Kylie Jenner giving $5,000 is like if, if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year and you just gave someone $6, like you gave your good friend $6 to help pay for it. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's about right. But especially when you're spending $15,000 on a handbag for your toddler, if you have kids, have ever had a toddler? Have ever been around a toddler? You know that that's the worst thing you can do is buy them a $15,000 handbag. They're going to poop in it. It's going to have poop in it at some point. It, that, that's a guarantee. $15,000 handbag. Do better, Jenner. Mm, do better, Jenner. I like that. Anyway, we don't need Kardashians at all. I know a couple of uh, wall fans that I know personally are literally going to send me angry messages but we don't need kardashians go away kardashians all right ncaa versus men men's versus the women's tournament uh i just want to 
touch on this real quick. You might have seen this news. Again, not necessarily pertaining to sports, uh, but they have the, the men and the women in bubbles in different cities, like so they're, they're you know, keeping the teams together to, for, for COVID protocols and stuff. Um, we've talked a little bit about the bubbles with the NBA and baseball and everything else. And um, what happened was, uh, and good on this, this player from the University of Oregon, this, this female basketball player, women's basketball player from the University of Oregon, uh, she actually did a little video of the, the training room that they had set up for all of the teams at the NCAA tournament, the women's tournament. Uh, and it was essentially a yoga mat, and like a small rack of weights, like one of those, you know, pyramid triangle with like five or six dumbbells on it. You know, I mean, I don't mean this insulting, but it's like you would see in an, in an aerobics class, like nothing against aerobics, but we are talking collegiate basketball players. They're probably used to a decent weight room as opposed to a yoga mat and like the dumbbells that you'd use for aerobics. And then, in contrast, with the men's, who they basically retrofitted a huge banquet hall in a hotel with all state-of-the-art weightlifting and exercise equipment. So, of course, zero respect to the female uh, players. Zero respect on the part of the NCAA, um, which we're going to talk more about in the future, but we need to get rid of the NCAA completely. It is... It's not good for anybody. But it got me thinking, like, you really didn't think anyone was going to notice this? Like, nobody was going to be like, yo, uh, can we get a little more weight? Like, that's the other thing. NCAA is useless, and they're really terrible, and we should get rid of them. They're also dumb. Like, you you don't have somebody sitting there. It's like, whoa, whoa, uh, um, somebody, yeah, somebody's going to notice this. And not only that, it's actually a violation of Title IX, which I've talked extensively about Title IX at times, and the advantages and disadvantages of it. This is an advantage of Title IX. The women absolutely deserve to have a, 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 a at least a comparable weight room to train in, to use for the tournament. But here, here's another example of how women are kept down. Just like I was talking about earlier in the episode. Well, of course, this got out, and the NCAA put together an actual weight room for them, so now they do have one. So you ended up having to pay for the damn weight room anyway. And now you got bad press. It's just, it's amazing to me. Like, like bad on you, NCAA, but like you just, like it's embarrassing enough, but then just it's extra embarrassing because you're like, how can you be this dumb? But here we are. Here we are. All right, I want to talk, talk about a couple things in entertainment news and then we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Dropkick killed it on St. Paddy's Day. Absolutely killed it. I'm going to be honest with everyone uh, out there. I, I, I was loving it. I was cheering. I was drumming along. My, my kid was dancing. Uh, I have avoided, and this is only for people that know DKM and the song, I've avoided uh, Wish You Were Here since December when they dropped that single. I knew it was going to, I knew it was going to hit me hard. I just, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Uh, and here comes Al on the stream out there by himself with a microphone and all the, mu- you know, the uh, instruments in the background. Hadn't heard it before. Uh, found myself sitting on my couch crying, real crying on St. Patty's Day. Uh, with that song. So prepare yourself if you're a DKM fan and you haven't heard it yet or if you're getting into DKM and you haven't heard it yet. Uh, it's got some emotion to it. It's got some emotion to it. Uh, and there's going to be another live stream on May 1st for the album release. Uh, the album's coming out April 30th. I also don't understand there's this huge hatred for Dropkick Murphys. It's like, it's not Nickelback level, but it's very close. Like, why does everyone hate Dro- I mean, and people love them. A lot of my friends were like, yep, watching it, you know. But then I see others that are like, Dropkick Murphys are terrible. It's like, what? Well, what's so terrible about them? You know, if you don't like them, it's one thing. But what, like, why are they terrible? I, I I don't get it. Like, it's great from it's 
It's Boston Irish punk. Like, these are things I grew up with. I've said this before on, on stuff. Like, I grew up listening to traditional Irish music and then got into, like, when I was little, and got into punk and, like, found Dropkick Murphys. Like, oh, my God, I can put these things together? Holy shit. And there's bagpipes? <sighs> Love me some Dropkick Murphys. So talk all the smack you want. I like Dropkick Murphys. And I will be enjoying that stream on May 1st. And, in fact, no, I'm not even going to say it because then somebody will find out. I'm thinking about having a viewing with me and my sis. Just me and my sis. And significant others uh, in the backyard for me first. Keep I won't even keep you updated because none of your damn business. I'm just excited that I can. My, my sis is my concert partner. It's been a year and a half. Still sitting on tickets for shows. Gonna enjoy doing that. All right, movies. If you're in Boston, the next movies movies pop up is gonna happen in Boston. It's coming very soon. I didn't look at the exact date, but just you should be following Kevin Smith anyway because he's a fantastic follow on the social platforms, uh, even on Twitter, which I don't like, but he does great things on the Twitter there. Uh, the movies, and if you're not familiar with movies, don't worry about it then. <laughs> but the next, the, the next city is Boston, gonna be opening soon, uh, and I'm gonna be curious. I'm gonna see, actually, see if I can get some city-themed things because I saw there were some Boston Bruins movies, and I was like, ooh, I might need to try to get my hands on that. Uh, hit up some of the old works that are still there in Boston. Uh, and then uh, one more thing in entertainment news: City of Ghosts on Netflix. City of Ghosts. My wife and I just started watching this. It's a Netflix original. Um, it's animated, but you know, and I just I want to say just check it out because I I was at first. So my wife says, well, "Let's check out the City of Ghosts." I've heard about they they were talking about it somewhere, and I was like, and I'm I'm not really into like horror spooky like things. You know, it's just not for me. Um, so I was like, I don't know. And then my wife's like, No, 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 no. It's not. Uh, so it's not like spooky. It just has that. It, it just give it a try. Um, if you live in Los Angeles, give it a try. If you're interested in Los Angeles, give it a try. If you, if you have ever lived in Los Angeles. Uh, give it a try because it's it's just fun, fun L.A. history and facts, but good information uh, as well. Um, and like I said, it's not spooky despite the title. So, so don't be put off by City of Ghosts. It's not it's not a scary horror thing or even like a true ghost story thing. It, it, it may come across it, but it's 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 a uh, storytelling vehicle. That, that's what it is. So uh, so check that out. All right. That's going to do it for me. Uh, thank you for dealing with my ranting this week. We are absolutely going to talk some more about uh, safety for women um, and 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 raising your children right. Because and here's the thing, I, I've hit a point where uh, men and boys, you need to improve. I've I've always been at that point, but I'm sick of having to worry about my female friends. You know, my 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 kid, my friends' kids. Who are female, just because men can't control themselves. Boys can't control themselves. And we're gonna talk more about it. Cause it needs to be it needs to be said. I don't have enough time this week, but uh, next episode we we will get into more of that. Because anyone who listens to this podcast, anyone who's a wall fan of common sense, you you should absolutely be on the right side of this. And if you are a male listening to this podcast, I'm not talking about females listening to this podcast. If you're a male listening to this podcast, now is your time to step up and make a difference and call out misogyny when you see it. Don't just, don't be with a group of guys and go, ha, 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 ha. No, call it out right then. Stop it. Nip it in the bud. Because it's the only way it's ever going to get better. We can't just, oh, he's just joking. Oh, oh. You know, all this cat calling and stuff like, oh. And trust me, I've been around it. I've lived in L.A. for a long time. That you hear, you hear that sometimes when you're walking with a couple females down the street in L.A. 
You better be ready to react now. I used to ignore it. Not anymore. And if you, if you know what that is, then you know what it is. If you don't, don't worry about it. Just be glad you don't know what that means. Okay? Not cultural things anymore. It's simply respect and equality. And all of us as men need to do better and call it out. Regardless of who's doing it. Don't get into fights over it. We don't need physical violence. Call it out. Don't put up with misogyny anymore. Don't put up with sexism anymore. Don't put up with inappropriate actions anymore. And we're going to continue to talk about it. Because I'm sick of it. And I, I can't even imagine being a female right now. Like, I'm so sick of it. And I've never, I've never had to be on that end of it in my life. It's disgusting. All right, that's going to do it. Oh, I think I'm just going back to bed. Get this thing up and then uh, back to bed for me. That's what I'm going to do. Back to bed. Oh, man. But I don't know. We, we might be back next week. Don't, you know, if we are, we'll be back in the same wall place, same wall time. Might need a mental health day. We'll see how that goes. Um, uh, but thank you for putting up with the ranting this week. Like I said, it's been a, uh, it's been a rough week, rough couple weeks. And uh, all we can do is look up from here. Uh, and, and try pulling ourselves out. And remember, if, if you're having a rough time right now, you can reach out to me. I can give you resources. You can just you can just yell into the void at me, whatever it is. I'm, I'm here for that if it's if it's something you need. Um, and on that note, don't forget to, uh, to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. YouTube, head over there, search go tell it to the wall, subscribe to our channel, my own personal Instagram account, which is at SoCalSean. Uh, and of course, SeanOrourkeLive.com. Bookmark that. Check back often. Uh, for all things Go Tell Us the Wall and Sean Work Live. Uh, this has been episode 40 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell Us the Wall, hosted by me, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Uh, maybe back next week, maybe not, but we will be back within the next two weeks with episode 41. And until then, Wall fans, Common Sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, no matter why you are doing it, always, always use Common Sense. <laughs>